there, and welcome to another episode of Common Sense Living, the podcast that addresses everyday topics and provides inspiration for living your life to the fullest. My name is Catherine, and as usual, I am your host. Now, today, the episode is called Survival Mode, and I want to open this with one question. When did we go from living to simply surviving? Why should we have to give up the idea of the life we want to live to try and simply just go on to live another day? Why must we put aside travel plans, plans to buy a house, or even to start a family because of such an uncertain future? With COVID becoming a thing of the past, it always seems like we're being guided towards some other future crisis that seeks to further attack the people financially and psychologically. Recently, after having a conversation with my colleague, she talked about the price of life going up exponentially in a short amount of time, and she even said that she had the nagging suspicion that maybe they wanted to eliminate the middle class. And funny enough, I kind of agree with her on this, because recently I saw the price of gas, and I don't know if you guys saw my story on Instagram, but I asked you guys at one point, who else noticed the price of gas going up exponentially? in just a matter of days. The reason why I said this was because when I was walking to work one day, I saw that the price of gas was 170, 175. The next day it had jumped 10 cents to 185. And I said, that is not normal because the price of gas has never jumped 10 cents ever. And I'm pretty sure you guys are aware of what's going on in the world right now. The COVID pandemic is basically coming to a close, and with it comes the rise of a new crisis, which is the war against Ukraine and Russia, which is seemingly the crisis that is on everybody's lips these days. So the question is, during this time, why are all the prices going up? Is it really because of war, or was it just because of the pandemic? Because the prices haven't stopped going up since two years ago and there always seems some type of justification to tell us the price of living is going going up and unfortunately that's just how it's going to be because we're all experiencing hard times and i could understand that at the same time as when does it end and also like my co-worker said it seems like they're really trying to make the middle class suffer here but funny enough the question is who is they right so, funny enough, it's kind of like these systems that are in power that seem to profit off of us being in emotional overdrive. That's the point of the episode title, Survival Mode. The way that any news media sees success is through clicks, downloads, and shares so that they could hack into our human behavior and know what triggers that. And that is the headline. The negative headlines make the biggest stories. And I remember a movie I watched quite a few years ago called Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that movie before, but it's about his character being a uh, journalist who's trying to hunt down uh, the next best story. And unfortunately, it's the dark ones that get the most attention. And like one of his colleagues had said, if it bleeds, it leads. Now, this seems like a pretty dark premise, and the movie was quite dark in itself, but unfortunately, the way that headlines really do make the news and get on the 
lips of everybody in society is because of their shock value. These headlines are meant to shock us and to put us into emotional overdrive and to make us reactive. So when we react to these, we also help boost this message and it gets around to people and we become emotionally charged. Unfortunately, this has been happening for about two years now over a pandemic and so we are used to being emotionally charged and unfortunately as a human being we should not be in the state of fear anxiety and emotional overwhelm so you might be thinking to yourself what is the solution to this problem how could we possibly overcome our emotional overwhelm and overcome these societies that want to keep us small and that want to keep us low I think that the solution is awareness. We need to anchor ourselves in our body. We need to take a deep breath. And we need to take a step back from the situation. I know that right now, life is still very hard for a lot of us. And life is hard in other parts of the world as well. But we need to remember that if we react in a way that is not conducive to helping anybody then we're not going to help anybody and if somebody let's say in turn if you're having a conversation with them doesn't doesn't fully agree with you what are you going to do are you going to yell at them and call them names or are you going to have a respectful debate with them or at least just respectfully have a conversation with them even if you don't share the same opinions and that's fine the important thing to be aware about is that we cannot create more division over this. Over the last two years, I'm sure it's very apparent that there's a lot more division in society between family, friends, colleagues, basically anybody that you may have been relatively close to, you may not want to talk to, or maybe they don't want to talk to you anymore because of political views, because of medical views, because of any type of view that you have that may not support either the narrative or even just that person's opinion. And the fact that we're getting away from community rather than coming together is a major problem. Throughout society, we've always had differing ideas. And unfortunately, these differing ideas have led to war at the same time as since we live in a civilized society I think that we're all relatively able to have a civilized conversation without yelling at each other and calling each other names before I really didn't care much about politics and I'm sure that a lot of you kind of agree with me in this is because politics never really affected my life or at least I didn't think so um, so I didn't care about these policies that were being passed. I didn't care about politicians. I didn't care about basically anything that happened, the House of Commons or anything. I just kind of accepted it as it was. But unfortunately, that's the problem. And that's what's leading us down these roads that some of us don't agree with. It's because these governments maybe don't act in the interest of the people or they don't act in the interest of the majority. And so 
It's made me realize that everything is unfortunately these days being politicized. It's either a yes or a no. And again, like I mentioned in my previous episode, it's not a matter of being black or white. We need to come together in the gray zone and we need to come back to community to be able to have these tough conversations without excommunicating the other party and seeing them as stupid and calling them names because that's not the way to solve any type of problem but it's the way to actually create a lot more problems. I've realized that knowledge is attractive. We're attracted to those who teach us things that we want to learn about, that we could inform each other on and exchange ideas and information. In these conversations is the opportunity for growth and development as a person, as a couple, or even as a group. It's essentially natural for human evolution to grow, and it feels good because we are doing what is intuitive to us as a species. When we regress and choose to stick to the status quo, we often find ourselves unhappy and even feeling unfulfilled. We chase materials, vices, sex, and other things that we feel give us a temporary high. We want to feel like we're progressing, but the ones who are not learning are simply grasping at straws, never getting where they want because they do not put in the work. Funny enough, the ones who don't put in the work also feel that happiness is achievable through buying things or going places. But the truth is that a lot of the time, the real meaning of life comes from the hard work that we put in to establishing our goals and to achieving them. Nothing good comes easy, as the saying goes, but it's what makes life meaningful. Life is about the uphill climb, the journey, the getting there, and not just the destination. In fact, the meaning of life could be the journey itself and not the destination at all. We always want to arrive somewhere, but all we truly want is to find ourselves. Funny enough, ourselves is a concept that is ever-changing, ever-evolving, and as our world is, it's also ever-changing. We can choose to stagnate and do as we are told, but in that sense, we're not truly living. When we do what we're told, we choose not to think for ourselves, and we choose maybe not to do what's even best for ourselves, which leads, unfortunately, to a cycle where we feel unhappy, unfulfilled, and are looking and chasing for the next thing in order for us to feel something, in order for us to feel joy and to arrive at a certain destination. The best way to break this cycle is to wake up and realize that hard work is the only way towards something worthwhile and worth living for. Survival mode usually has us on emotional overwhelm and a lot of times we realize we're in emotional overdrive often when it's a little too late. We could have maybe even lashed out at a relative, just had a bit of a mental breakdown, and I know the times have been tough for a lot of us. And it's hard to keep morale high when it seems like everything's just kind of trying to get you down these days. I know that there's a lot of negativity in the world, and it's hard not to internalize that. Even if we are listening to everything that the government and the media has to say, 
it doesn't really make us happier because things right now aren't too happy. I don't really have that much of a solution to you besides, like I said, awareness. But the only way to keep morale high at this point is really to keep hope. And to also, most importantly, be true to who you are. I understand that this takes work and it doesn't come overnight. We can't just be our true selves. Just keep saying, yeah, I'm going to be my true authentic self without really thinking about who our true authentic self is. And so I think the best way to really do this is that instead of feeling emotionally overwhelmed all the time, I think we have to kind of take a step back and realize what's making us feel emotionally overwhelmed. And if the news is making you feel this way, I consider you shut it off every now and again. Like, I'm not saying to be uninformed and to not seek knowledge. What I'm trying to tell you is that it's okay to take a step back sometimes and just take some time alone, just in silence and reflect. Reflect on what your values are, depending on these situations, instead of just doing as the media tells you or doing as other people on social media say is good to do. Energy and attention are our currency and so it's so important to focus on the things that light us up and to continue to also take care of ourselves in these tough times. I know that a lot of us have kind of sent self-care out the window. I was a huge advocate for self-care before this. Um, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to be taking care of yourself without having that mental weight of everything that's going on in the world right now. Because, as I said, it's a time of emotional overwhelm for absolutely everybody. I don't know anybody who's not feeling that way right now. But I think it's important to take care of yourself, to even get into meditative practices, and to just learn to speak your truth with people who accept you for it. There are communities out there, there are people out there that will always love you and respect you. Friends, family that will always love you and respect you, stick by you, and have the tough conversations with you. We may not have the ability to change the world, but I don't think we should underestimate our ability to also make small changes in our lives. Our choices define our tomorrow and could create a better life for us and for future generations. So, my advice to you is to live life authentically, as I've always told you guys to live it. And I think that's the best way to live our life, because if we live our truth, then we will inevitably be making changes for us and inspire others to also do the same. I think you should also turn off the things that put you in a hyper-reactive mode, something that makes you feel off and that makes you feel energetically charged in a way that you don't like, I think that you could take a step back from that and just kind of assess that. Why are you feeling that way? And just kind of think about that a bit more. And just realize that maybe that doesn't have power over you. And that you choose to control your emotions. Most of all, remember that only you have the power to write your story. So stay grounded in your power. Thank you once again for listening and supporting the show. The best way to support this show is on Spotify under Common Sense Living. 
You can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or basically anywhere else where you listen to podcasts. You can also check out my website at commonsenseliving.ca and check out my Instagram at common underscore sense underscore living. Also, as I've said, I really do enjoy having tough conversations. And so if ever you guys do need to talk, if ever you want to discuss anything that's on your mind about these heavy times, my DMs are always open on Instagram. And you can always email me at csliving8 at gmail.com. I know that I've gotten a lot more political on my content, and for all of you guys who have stuck around since the very beginning, I truly, truly appreciate every single one of you. It's been a hell of a ride, and unfortunately, it's not over, but I know that we're all learning to grow together, we're learning to live our life truly, and to really pay attention to that little voice in our head that tells us where we should be guided towards. And so on that note, I look forward to speaking with you again next time and truly, truly appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your Thursday.